Holy show. We got one for you guys. San Diego Comic-Con 2022 is past, but holy cow, we have three years worth of content to look into the future. And uh, we're going to make some revelations just on our age when Avengers Secret Wars hits theaters. It's going to blow your minds because it blows mine every day and I do not want to think about it. But what I do want to think about is that you're listening to Earth 894, a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We're going to be diving into everything from the San Diego Comic-Con panels that trust our Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige, lay it out in front of us, in front of the crowd. So very TVs at home. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Give us a review after the episode and tell us what you're looking forward to based off of what we list off here. But what I want to list off before we even get into these phase discussions and what we're looking forward to, I want to introduce you to my co-host, the person who's always going to make every phase one to remember. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Louis Tonnerini. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I am good. How are you yeah. recuperating after this weekend? Um, I wasn't as blown away as you, I don't think. I was still pretty blown away, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we'll get to what got me the most when we get into our lists mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Sounds good, man. So make sure, like you said, subscribe to the podcast. You don't want to miss this because there's so much to talk about. We have a show coming up in a few weeks here that we're going to be reviewing. We're going to be talking about it in just a moment. So don't miss out. Subscribe to us on whatever podcast player you listen to. Give us a review after the episode. It helps us strengthen our listenership, our engagement, and make Earth 894 a little bit larger in the multiverse. And maybe we'll get so large, we'll be in Secret Wars. Hopefully not. We don't like incursions. Those are bad, okay? I'm already pretty large. I think I'm good on getting any larger. (laughs) Planet Louie. So one thing Louie and I like to do here is uh, catch up with each other. And so we like to call this segment. MCU for you. That is right. So Louie, a lot of our weekend we already know is consumed just by all this Marvel stuff. But you have to give the folks at home just a little bit of a taste of what you did outside of it. Or maybe put it into perspective. Where were you when the Saturday panel was going on? <laughs> Saturday night, I was hanging out with the kids. As far as, oh, yeah. We went to uh, my mom's friend's house, and she was there. So nothing really Marvel there. But I digress. My son, Henry, is turning three in Aww. about a month, a little more than a month. Mm-hmm. And so my wife asked him, uh, what kind of birthday party he wants, and without hesitation, Spider Man. So hey. we're so we're throwing a Spider Man birthday party. Yeah. So I've been looking Can at. Uh, uh, sure, it'll be at the house. It's going to be on August twenty seventh. It's a Saturday night. August twenty seventh. Ooh, a Saturday night for a three year old birthday party on a Saturday I mean, night. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be yeah, fun. It's going to be litty. That's exciting, um, man. He's really into the Spidey and his amazing friends on Disney Plus. It's probably on the mm-hmm. Disney Channel too. But so we we ordered. Uh, I say we like I did anything, but 
my wife ordered the invitations and the party decor and stuff like that. And I, I went to go look at a cake that I didn't think was very good, but we're getting into it. I've, I've been looking at Spider-Man robots on uh, Amazon Ooh. in the show. He has a little sidekick called Tracy. Who's a little spider. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, mm-hmm. They have this Tracy toy on Amazon that you yell at or whatever, and it moves. And he'll he'll get a kick out of that. So nice. Yeah, just uh, in Spider Man mode right now. How about you, Devin? You know, I uh, well, you and I both have a birthday coming up in a couple weeks here. I kind of envy Henry. I want a Spider Man birthday party. Yours would be so much better. I don't know. I feel like the kids might be a little bit more fun and also more appropriate. Um, but Fair. I digress. Uh, for myself, this weekend, I was uh, with the band, you know, Wolf Road. We were uh, shooting another music video. And so uh, Saturday, it was getting close to that. They were just kind of wrapping up and everything. And that's just about when this panel started going off with the announcements and everything. And I remember just checking my phone furiously, just refresh, 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 seeing this and that. I was like, <gasps> it made it for a very interesting time, but also the worst possible time because I was away from home where Friday I was, you know, actually at home so I could see everything going on, at least with the animation panel. But Saturday night was uh, definitely one to remember. And I just remember coming home. I barely even ate dinner and I just kept on diving into everything. And it was glorious. Yeah, absolutely. I forgot to mention, I've reached out to a few of the Earth 894 uh, friends for for this birthday party so hopefully a uh, good friend of the show ricky who you may remember you interviewed when i was on hiatus after ada was born he does the spider-man stuff in california he dresses up as spider-man and goes to hospitals to visit sick kids he might be doing something for me that would be greatly appreciated if you check out uh, hero no heart of a hero on instagram and uh, see what he's all about. He's a very good guy. Also, I reached out to Emily, who does all of our artwork. Maybe she could do something for me, too. So if you uh, go to her Instagram as well, emily.sweet.art. She's very good. Check her out. Nice, man. So we got a lot to talk about. So how about we just dive into this right here? I mean, it's basically going to be the news. So let's do it. News or footage. Marvel News. And there was a lot of it. Not stress out enough. So, this is how it's going to go down. There were two panels. On Friday, they did the animation panel, which was not as just content-rich as Saturday, which is okay. And then there was Saturday, which is the big, big one where Kevin Feige just shows how giant his gauntlet is and just puts all other panels to shame. It's the only thing people talk about at the end of Comic-Con. Undefeated. Right. It's a great time to be a Marvel fan. Sorry, DC. But hey, did you see uh, how uh, The Rock came out as uh, Black Adam? No. It's actually really cool. He came out, like, he made an appearance, like they had him on a platform. They had a thing going on behind him, so it made him look like it was, like, dusty and, like, electricity was in the air and everything. And I guess people were wearing lanyards that they gave to all the all-age attendees. So when he like puts his arm out, it lights up all their lanyards yellow. So it almost looked like he was Ooh. like, 
Like, honestly, that's really fucking cool. That's legit. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool. That is very. That movie cool. looks good as hell. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit My here and shit on DC. Wants to see it. Yeah, I'll go with your mom. That's fine. Damn, we'll take my mom to see uh, Black <laughs> Adam, and we'll uh, we'll have a review. We'll have her on that podcast. Hi, mom. Yes, Earth Eight Nine Four Patreon DC podcast. <laughs> oh God, starring the, Devin's uh, mom. What is the Earth number for uh, DC? I forget what they call it. I know they have their numbers too. I have no idea. Earth 66. Yeah, you got me. Uh, what I got you though is a full list of all the stuff coming out in all these phases. So going back to how this is going to work, we're going to talk about a little bit about the Friday panel just to kind of gloss over it. But really we're going to dive into what's remaining for phase four for this year and then go into phase five and then take a look at phase six. And then Louie and I have actually uh, broken down our uh, pretty much most things we're excited for. It's about the least. So we listed it and ranked it for phase five specifically since there's a lot of stuff. So without further ado, go ahead and take a look at what happened on Friday. So with Friday, not to be confused with the actual, uh, excuse me, be confused with um, the AI system, Tony's helmet. Got him. Uh, they actually released the I Am Groot trailer. That's coming out uh, in the first week or so of August. And it's basically five August shorts 10th. at different points. August 10th. I don't know why I thought it was August 5th. Right in between you, uh, our birthdays. That's how I always remember. Right. It's day before yours. Perfect. So yeah, it showed a little bit of a trailer and everything. And God, man, like it looks so adorable. I love it. Now, you did watch this trailer. I think you and I were talking about this beforehand, right? Yes. I did watch it. Nice. Um, I don't normally watch trailers, and I've I've leaned... Not leaned. How do I say this? I've been more lenient towards... Uh, if, if I really want to see the movie, I won't watch the trailer. Um, but the TV shows I normally watch the first trailer or so. And then, uh, for movies that I don't particularly, you know, I'm not like super jazzed for, I'll watch a trailer. So I did watch the I am group trailer. Yes. Nice. Now, are you going to try and get Henry to watch this with you? No, 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 I, uh, I should say that louder. No. Um, (laughs) sorry. I, I, uh, mumbling. Um, it's a cute idea, but Henry is a two-year-old boy who doesn't sit still for anything. He really likes Baby Shark. Mm-hmm. Like, like you got to really think about the the stuff that's truly terrible in your head. And that's <laughs> what he likes. You think terrible who twos. would like this? Two-year-olds like this. Like. <laughs> Baby shark and and pink fong traveling through space is his favorite thing to watch, or he'll like he'll watch Spidey and he knows you know Spidey and Miss Marvel and Hulk and Black right. Panther and Spin and Ghosty and uh, Doctor Octopots and uh, who else Green Goblin and mm. Rhino. Those are all the characters in that show. And Aunt May, 
Wow. Infinite anime. Yeah. So as far as watching this, he's not going to uh, be super into it. I don't think like I'll Mm -hmm. turn it on and he'll just be like, yeah, let's go outside. Can we go outside? Let's go outside. Can we go play downstairs? Can we go play upstairs? Can I go take a shower? I have to poop. Oh my God. Just sit for one second. Right. No, I'll probably just, I think it's like one of those shows. that's like 10 minutes long. Mm-hmm. watch it by myself or with uh, the wife rather mm-hmm. well the nice thing about it that's why I asked too is he going to watch it because I know you, uh, I know Henry is a big fan of Rocket Raccoon and I saw that there's supposed to be Rocket showing up and actually getting a baby crew how he actually found him I didn't know Rocket was in the show he does yeah, like I think Rocket it's just a lot one of the shorts so I, I don't know I think it's just so adorable um, and it looks so pretty. It looks so cute. It's just like, it's so wholesome. Um, I, I, I love it. So I'm excited for it. And the nice thing too is like, it's like five shorts and they're all just dropping on the same day, I believe. Um, I'm trying to see if they actually have more coming out a little bit later. But I know there is a, like a, a part two or a season two that they already greenlit, um, which is going to be great. So well, I, I, I'm excited for it. I just thought of this. Uh, it's technically Marvel, I guess, but we sat there and watched all of the Baymax show the other day, hmm. and I that's all about it. it. It's cute little show, you mm-hmm. know. Baymax just goes through town helping people. Then what I didn't realize was that at the end, Baymax is like in trouble, and all the people that he helped come together to save him. It's it it nice, and uh, I was telling. <laughs> Helen Hannah, I was like, oh, you know, he's technically Marvel because at the end of yeah. Big Hero 6, like Stanley's got his cameo and everything. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. So we did watch that and he kind of watched it. Oh, what's wrong with Baymax or what's going on? Or he wasn't no. calling him Baymax. Uh, what the hell did he? Uh, Borax. He kept calling him Borax. <laughs> what's wrong with the Lorax? Yeah. What's wrong with Borax? His name is Baymax. I am a yeah. boy, Max. Borax is a cleaning thing. He's not Borax, kid. So I just thought of Borat as if he was a version of Baymax. Yeah, that would be... Uh, la, 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 la. That, that, would, that would be terrible. That would be an awful thing. Oh, God, thing. that'd be awful. I want it. Um, I've also never seen Borat, so... Yeah, so that's, uh, that's I'm, I'm Groot. Now, what's going to be great is they showed concept art and they show a decent amount of spider-man freshman year now this is going to be streaming in 2024 so we still have over a year and a half until this even comes out which kind of sucks that we have to wait this long but um louis you've probably seen most of the screenshots at this point and like the concept art and stuff right yeah so i'm a little confused on this and i think that a lot of people are but it Kind of made a little bit more sense after the panel. Now, if you see this, it's going to include a lot of characters. I mean, even including Daredevil is going to be in it, voiced by Charlie Cox. However, Tom Holland is in uh, voice, actually doing the voice acting for this version of Peter. And in the description, it's saying that this is basically the events leading up to uh, his first live action appearance in Civil War. But with all the concept art, Thing, the first villain that he's going to be fighting, um, I believe is, um, 
I forget who the first one was supposed to be, but it has Doc Ock, it has Scorpion, Chameleon, Rhino, there's Doctor Strange, there's Osborne, out of all things. Like, it's very acute to, like, show that this definitely is not MCU canon, but it's just the messaging they've trying to show with the marketing has been very contradictory. Um, what's, how do you feel about this show? Um, I'll watch it. Uh, it's probably, I think it's, how do I, how do I explain this? I think it's not canon to the MCU, but it takes mm-hmm. characters from the MCU to give you just a whole different story. Like inspired. Yeah. Almost like what if, you know, but this is Spider-Man. Uh, Hannah, I, I was explaining to her what that was and she had asked me like, oh, do we, do we have to watch that? Is that a, uh, an MCU thing? Mm-hmm. I said, I don't think it's MCU. And I was like explaining to her that now Marvel is more popular than it's ever been. Right. And sometimes somebody just wants to watch something without having to watch 28,000 other movies and shows. So it's nice to just be able to turn on a Spider-Man show that's like got your favorite characters in it. That's not, you know, now, now you can't watch No Way Home unless you've watched Far From Home or Homecoming or Doctor Strange or this or that, Toby, uh, Garfield, all that other, like, this just seems like something you can sit down and watch. Maybe you need like a basic understanding of the MCU with, with Homecoming, Civil War, stuff like that. But I'm sure even then you won't. Uh, I'm sure it's just uh, mm-hmm. the characters that you've wanted to see, but now it's just animated and here you go, man. Here's something, something for you. Right. And you know, Spider-Man shows have always done well. I mean, I don't know of a single Spider-Man animated series that someone has uh, ever said it's just terrible or crapped all over. Um, so it, it Spider-Man is... Spider-Man Unlimited. Right. Nobody likes nice that show. Was it the one where it takes place after like the, the 90s one? He goes in I think, and then it's all I like, think so. Yeah, I think I tried watching that one for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but anywho, I... I kind of wonder like what the deal is. Cause you know how Sony has their rights on Spider-Man and stuff. Um, but maybe that's only for live action. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, but the one thing I am actually really more excited for the show is the fact that it definitely looks like it's not trying to tell us about Peter Parker and the MCU 616, whatever leading up to civil war, because honestly it's not that much to tell. It's not that exciting. Maybe Uncle that was ben. the original idea. Cause like you're never going to get him in cool suits other than just his like homemade suit. And then he's only doing friendly neighborhood stuff and trying to figure it out. There's really nothing going on. His first true villain was really vulture. So what would they really do? Um, so telling something that's totally just standalone, but inspired by like you see that concept art or that image still that shows um, almost like a shot for shot illustration of when Tony is talking to aunt May and the uh, apartment and everything in civil war. But you see it's uh Norman Osborne. So it's like Osborne seems like he's going to be like the, the Tony Stark figure to Peter in this, which is really, really cool. So just like I said, if this is just a cool Spider-Man story and you don't have to have any really uh, like w- go through a big ass watch list, just enjoy it. I'm excited, but I just wish it wasn't taking all the way till 2024 to get. But the second season is going to be uh, coming already. It's greenlit. And Louie, do you want to take a guess at what it's called? 
uh, Spider-Man uh, Home Alone 2 Lost in New York. Is it called Sophomore Year? It's Morbin time. It's yeah, Morbin time. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Morbin year. We're getting Morbin Wolverine. Year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. Keep on the lookout for that one. Um, so then that brings us to uh, our favorite. We won't spend a lot of time on this. What if season two? We know it's coming. It's going to be coming in early 2023, where uh, it already is saying that it includes a Hella story, another episode, Odin versus the Mandarin which actually sounds pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. Uh, Captain Carter meeting Winter Soldier, which they aired that first episode of, I think it was called Captain Carter, What If Captain Carter Fought the Hydra Stomper? That's shown uh, at the panel. So people have already seen the first episode. And I heard there's a big twist at the very end, which I won't spoil, but it was interesting. Um, then the other one they also mentioned was Tony Antakar with Valkyrie and Hulk. So, they're already working on What If Season 3. They're probably going to oh keep this gosh. going forever. Why? Yeah. Uh, Why? So, <laughs> you know, I think What If... I think Season 2 might be redeeming. Because the first season was very, like, odd and strange. Like, I still think the the whole episode on uh, Thor being a bro and everything, having parties, was just kind of ridiculous, honestly. Um, I think they... They, you know, they found their footing. So maybe this is going to be better. Um, it just takes more time. So do you have anything to really add on to that before we get into the spinoff from What If? What If is like a, I think it's a good concept. It's mm-hmm. a good idea, but it's just not good. <laughs> it's just not very good. Yeah, we'll see if it gets better in early 2023. We can only hope. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that's really good about having more what if, honestly, is that they're adding more episodes to the overall catalog, which means you have more chances of having like a good one-off story and then some other ones you don't really care about. So at least you can get some one things here and there. But also one thing they did mention is that uh, the Captain Carter in What If is not the same Captain Carter that we saw as part of the Illuminati in live action. That's a different Captain Carter. Okay. Doesn't really matter. Probably no, not. Not at all. <laughs> right. Sad. Anyways. Um, Marvel Zombies. How did you feel about that uh what if episode from Zombies? Or Zombies episode of What If? Um. <laughs> well, I don't think they're gonna enjoy this because they're turning that entire episode into its own show. Yeah, and but it's, it's like mature. Yeah. They're making it like more brutal. Yeah. Um, zombies is so overplayed, man. Yeah. Oh, like we ever like like a walking dead fan or anything. No. Same. I tried watching the first episode of walking dead and I fell asleep three times. Wow. I just, I don't know. Like zombies are cool, I guess, but they're not like, I'm not here for zombies. I'm here for superheroes. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't care to watch Captain America as a zombie or anything. Right. I'm 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 in the same boat as you. The only thing I'm excited for is the fact that they said this is going to be the first TVMA, so mature audiences project from Marvel. Now we know conveniently on uh 
Friday, they just released Logan in both Deadpool 1 and 2 on a Disney+. Plus. So I think this is helping overall actually embrace more mature shows and movies even for the MCU because, you know, we're getting older. It's okay to show us older stuff. And you're adding more and more things like I Am Groot, definitely for a younger audience, and that's okay. For Miss Marvel, very high school and coming of age. And then you have stuff like um, probably Blade, now Marvel Zombies, and definitely with Moon Knight, a little bit on the, the, like the cutting edge side, a little bit edgier. So it's a good opportunity that this is, might be where they're actually bridging the let's play with all ratings. Let's, let's open up the sandbox, you know? That's one thing I am excited for. Now, for this show, they said that, <clears throat> excuse me, it's going to include zombie versions of Ghost, Abomination, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Okoye, and Captain America, which uh, we saw Captain America got pretty much destroyed, so it's coming back. Uh, he can do it all day in zombie form, apparently. <laughs> but also, and this is something I got excited for, man. They showed a, like an image still of, uh, or like concept art of like the, the heroes you're going to see. That includes Kate Bishop, Yelena, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, but also, this is what I'm excited for. Zombie fighting motherfucking Jimmy Woo. Went from Asian Jimmy Woo to Zombie Slayer Jimmy Woo. I'm excited for that. Okay. MC Woo MC <laughs> Wooniverse. Yeah. Marvel Cinematic Wooniverse. <laughs> yeah. But also you would be surprised too. Did you see the the concept art? I did not. Because if not, oh man, you might be excited. I see a, a red guardian standing right next to um I forget the blue ninja that was fighting Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, the Red Guardian's gonna be I in the zombie show. Yeah, I'd rather just have a red guardian show, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hey, he might be coming want, later again, man. Like, like a show that I want would be like all of the Captain America. Just call it like the Super Soldier Serum or something, and have it go through uh, Isaiah Bradley, uh, mm-hmm. Alexei Shostakov, uh, all those guys that that Zemo killed in uh, Civil War, mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, just give me like a bunch of Captain Americas. Already, the John Walker just getting ready to fight each other. But as far as like uh, zombified stuff, like I don't, I don't, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not my cup of tea. Like I like like zombies is a good idea for like The Walking Dead, where you're just people trying to beat zombies. Well, even Walking Dead now doesn't the zombies don't matter as much. They figured out the zombies now. It's people versus people. But, the worst. Yeah, but when I'm watching this, and it's like if if you have to fight some zombies, cool, but not some heroes versus some zombie heroes. That just that's that's too many layers for me to be like, okay, this is getting out of hand. Right. Yeah. So I'm curious to see, but also that's not going to be coming out until uh, 2024 on Disney Plus. Now, one thing. Just to add to that, they did say that the show is going to have to deal with post-apocalyptic widows, which is kind of cool. Uh, a scroll biker gang, and also Icarus is going to be a factor. 
Though an Eternals cannot fully become a zombie, keep that in mind. Uh, we are not shying away from the things that made the comic book great, and this includes the gore. So that's why they're keeping that TVMA slapping it on there. Now, one of the last things they talked about here, <clears throat> excuse me, is uh, X-Men 97. Now, were you a fan or did you watch the, the 90s X-Men show? I got to imagine you loved it. Um, I watched it when I was a kid and oh. I tried to rewatch it when it came on Disney Plus. I just I was not getting into it very well. Yeah, I I don't think I watched it very much. And I mean, you know, I'm not the biggest X-Men fan, never have been. And I don't honestly know if I ever will be. Um, so I don't really know if this really excites me, but for a lot of people, they're pretty stoked about this. Um, and also we're getting Wolverine because of it. So we're getting Wolverine. Even if it's animated, we got a little bit of Wolverine talk this weekend. So that's me coming on fall of, uh, 2023. So at least that one's coming next year and they've already green lit season two. Like, I really like, like, I really love Wolverine, as we know. I really like Nightcrawler. I'm a big fan of Beast. Um, other than that, like, Cyclops is cool. Jean Grey is cool. Iceman, Colossus, Deadpool. Yada, yada, yada. Those guys are cool. But, like, my big three would be those three. Nightcrawler, Wolverine, and Beast are my favorites. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would be my favorite. I always thought Cyclops was cool, but... I also think he's kind of a bitch sometimes. <laughs> Fair. I was really whiny in the movies. I'm not going to lie. And then he just dies. I think a really crappy way. And, um, uh, I think he dies in the beginning of last stand, right? He just dies at the lake because what's yeah, her face? G- just Gene kills, kills him. him. Yeah. Yeah. The dark Phoenix. Last stand was, I don't know. Oh. I, yeah, that's, Who doesn't that's love the episode. juggernaut? I'm the juggernaut, bitch. He's the oh, best. God. That was cr- <laughs> sorry. That was trash. I was like, what? <laughs> what these these? All right, let's get into the fun stuff here. Now, the main panel, the main event that they just crammed so much stuff within an hour. I don't know how Feige does it, but I mean, so much cool stuff. I did not expect us to get anything past Phase Five announced and actually even showing us all these movies and even revealing so much for phase six. Now, um, really what it comes down to is something that has like kind of hit me hard. Iron Man came out in what was it? 2008, 2008, 2008. Now, Louie in 2008, where were we? We were in eighth grade, eighth grade. You were in seventh seventh grade. Yeah, I was I in held back grade. one year in preschool, guys, even though Louie and I are the same age. You're actually older than I am, you old man. I know. <laughs> I know there's people who would be older than me, or I'd be older than, or, you know, great out of me. So I just couldn't I, do scissors right. Depends on the uh, the month, because I, I don't know the release date, but we were either in eighth grade and seventh grade, or uh, eighth grade and freshman year. I think it came out in May. That's not right. So then, uh, yeah. May 2nd, eighth, 2008. Yeah. So eighth, I mean, eighth grade and seventh grade. Mm-hmm. So at that age, we're basically 13, 14. Now, here's the kicker Phase six that ends with Secret Wars, Avengers, 
Secret Wars might add you. That's going to be in 2025. 2025, correct? Louis, do you realize how old we're going to be? We're going to be old. We old men. Yeah. That thir- 30? Know? We're going to be... Uh, 31. Past 30. 31. We're in our 30s. We were in middle school. And now we're going to be in our 30s. And that's been hitting me hard, mainly because I keep seeing all these kids posting on TikTok saying, I was 11 years old when Iron Man came out. I'm going to be 25 when Secret Wars comes out. Bitch, we're going to be in our 30s. 31. Holy shit. This is the end of 2025, right? Yeah, November 7th, 2025. Well, we're going to be 31 years old sitting there. Popcorn like a a bunch of dummies. (laughs) So the first movie or the first thing that's going to be in uh, out when we're actually turning 30 is going to be Fantastic Four. When's the release date on that? November uh, 6th or 8th. I can't tell from the image uh, on 2024. And we just uh, missed it by a cutoff because Thunderbolts is at the end of phase five. And that comes out in July 28th. So uh, I'm sure we'll have something in between in the summer, but yeah. So Fantastic Four is going to come out when we're 30. When we're 30 years old. Oh my God. Oh man. So let's turn back time a little bit and let's actually take a look at what happened at the beginning of this, uh, this panel. If I could turn <laughs> back time. <laughs> so with phase four, now, one of the things going into this was that Kevin was saying in press leading up to Comic-Con was that he was going to show us, like, phase four. What is it? Where are we at? Because he said we're nearing the end. Didn't realize the end really means this year. So what's really left? We have I'm Groot. We have She-Hulk, Turning at Law, which is coming out, and they released another trailer for. And then we also are having our final movie, which is going to be Wakanda Forever. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, technically. So... That means phase four is almost done, which feels wild to believe it's already going to be done. But uh, phase five and phase six, they announced. So that being said, with this panel, they opened up right away with uh, showing a little bit of a sizzle reel, talking about it. And then Feige just straight up just dove right into it. He's like, all right, phase four is over. This is what we got. Then he kicks it off saying, start of phase five is going to be Quantum Mania, Ant-Man, Quantum Mania, followed by Secret Invasion in spring, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 in May, then we have the uh, Disney Plus streaming series Echo in summer, and then we have that uh, Loki season 2 in the summer, the Marvels in July, Blade in November 3rd, 2023, and then Ironheart in the fall. But then they made that really badass announcement saying that Daredevil Born Again, 18 episodes, 18 freaking episodes of Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio spring 2024, which is going to be right after Agatha Coven of Chaos, which is now a different name. So a few more things uh, kind of tied off. It's going to be Captain America for new world order. Recognize where that comes from on May 3rd, 2024. And then Thunderbolts July 26, 2024 is going to be ending off phase five. That is a lot of stuff. That is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. Yep. 
So to rewind a little bit back again, before we get into phase five, Louis, like we talked about, you don't usually watch trailers here and there, but you did watch the She-Hulk trailer. What do you think about it? I, I think it looks good. Everybody keeps shitting on it because she's green and it looks weird. But I mean, what, mm-hmm. what, what do you want? Just, just watch the damn show. Um, I like Abomination. I didn't know that he had the ability to become this good old uh, guy and then into Abomination. You know, he like mm-hmm. transforms in the in the trailer. Um, she throws some rocks and stuff. She seems to be doing better than Bruce thought. Uh, but who cares? Because at the end, uh, you get a guy doing some flippy stuff, and that was, um, chilling. That was it was sending uh, shivers down your back. You know. Uh, yeah, we I all was ex- not expecting that. Really, I was about to say we all expected to see him, but we weren't. Uh, we weren't sold on the idea that he was going to be in it, but it looks like we're getting Daredevil in She-Hulk. Yeah, buddy. Attorney at law or whatever the hell they're calling it. And the OG yellow red suit, which is pretty cool. I'm excited. And they're really showing him to be in everything. I mean, he's going to be voicing and playing Daredevil in the animated Spider-Man show. He's now going to be showing up in this show. He's also going to be in Echo. And then he's already made his... MCU appearance in No Way Home, and then he's gonna get his own show. They're really, really pumping him into everything. I'm not complaining. It's great. He deserves it. But it, I think it just goes to show. I think Kevin Feige really freaking loves Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Maybe the character, maybe the actor, as he should. Both, probably both. Yeah. So this is good he, because uh, yeah, this that, means there's probably gonna be a lot of the other Netflix people coming in. Well, the Daredevil show was amazing. Uh, I think you still have to watch season three, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I still need to watch it and I definitely have the urge to do it now. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to start a rewatch of the whole se- series. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, he got boned by sitting there at Netflix. You know, I think the yeah. show got canceled before the third season even came out. Imagine getting canceled and then the show comes out. Like, what the hell? So yeah, there was that long series of cancellations, but honestly, it, a lot of it was because they were trying to get him in the MCU. It took a yeah. while. They weren't admitting it, but now we know. Well, this is, you know, it's a double-edged sword, but they had to wait so long after the contract with Netflix ended. And I think it was like 2021 or whatever, but it seemed so long, but then COVID hit and everything shut down. And all that time still counted. So even when we weren't getting anything, that was still time that we could get, you know, Daredevil, Punisher, uh, Luke Cage, stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good point. And actually, we're gonna I'm gonna bring that point back up a little bit later when we talk about Phase Six, and into something else. Because um, yeah, got a little theory going on there. Um, now, the one thing that's kind of interesting with uh, She Hulk, I've heard in the comics that she's pretty notorious for breaking the fourth wall which she does in the trailer. How do you feel about that? I, I don't mind. You know, don't mind. We've, we've seen Deadpool do it. So, you know, she's obviously not Deadpool, but it's fine. Whatever. You know, I think, 
I think it's nice to have new stuff every now and then. So yeah, she looks at the camera or looks at the camera and says like, yeah, he's, he's lying or something like that. And then, and then Hulk Bruce looks, looks. Yeah, yeah. And then looks at the, and then he looks at the camera and it's a funny little thing. I, I like when they don't take, I don't, I like when Marvel doesn't take itself too seriously. Right. You know, they have fun and I think this show is going to be fun. You know, she's like, going out on tinder dates and she's like yeah i'm smoking hot when i'm big and green or whatever you know i think it's gonna be a fun little show yeah you know i i actually am looking forward to it and that trailer did convince me otherwise that i'm counting down the days i'm looking forward to it august 17th yeah i'm not looking forward to having to do that crazy thursday night get an episode out as fast as you possibly can to appease the masses schedule but you know what live and die by it um so cool <clears throat> now going into the next thing they talked about <clears throat> after uh showing a little bit of a she-hulk trailer and all that fun stuff they did bring out robin Cherbosky, kobe schmulders herself who's gonna be reprising her role as maria hill in the upcoming show i'm so excited for secret invasion now they didn't really bring anyone else out because they're also in the middle of doing reshoots as we speak uh, I saw Sam Jackson tweeting about that earlier. Um, I think early last week. Now, Secret Invasion, I was hoping it was going to come out this year, but, you know, it's okay. Now, when uh, Kobe Smulders was talking about it, she said it's exciting thriller. People would describe the show as kind of being in the same realm of how uh, the Winter Soldier Captain America movie was very, like, uh, spy, espionage, you don't know who to trust, which made that movie amazing and that's how i'm feeling about this based off the description which gets me more pumped um uh, she did add you're never going to know who people are are they a scroll love it they did show a little bit of a clip and everything uh at it and now i haven't been able to watch it i've heard some audio and uh we were talking about a little bit about it um basically from what i've heard described is that they do show a couple little things and uh, they make it very eerie and very suspenseful by just showing someone uh, turn basically a lot of scrolls into that same person instantaneously and just kind of some unnervingness because of it. So I am excited. And I bet they'll probably talk a little bit more about this at D23. Anything you want to add about Secret Invasion, Louis? How do you feel about that? I think you pretty much hit it on the head there, Devin. Um, I don't really know what's going to happen but i mean it's going to lead us probably right into the secret wars in two years three years four years ten years, years whenever the hell whatever the hell that's coming out right the only thing i i mean one thing i am really stoked about too is that we're finally getting nick fury back because i really like him in the mcu i love when he's around because it just makes it still feel like a tie to phase one and that's what i really like <laughs> Now, the thing that we are probably equally excited for is the uh, end of the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, Volume 3. They showed a little bit of a trailer there, only to the panel. I have seen it. It looked very, very emotional. I will not spoil um, any of that because it looks great. But that movie's going to be coming out in... Uh, May. Let's take a look here. Yeah. May 5th, 2023. 
Now, they brought out uh, members of the cast. Pretty much, they brought out Adam Warlock's character, uh, Will Poulter. Talked about that. Dude looks gigantic and buff and handsome as hell. Uh, not how he did in Meet the Millers or We Are the Millers. We're the Millers? Um, you guys yeah. are getting paid? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they brought out Chris Pratt, Mantis. The people that weren't there were, of course, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, as well as uh, uh, Bautista and even Zoe Aldana. But the cast was getting very emotional talking about it. And something that was very funny was just, um, uh, what's his face? Um, Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn, thank you. He dropped an F-bomb on stage. He was like, guys, we it's, we love this because we fucking care. And I could tell like Feige was kind of giggling. Um, but I mean, the, James Gunn has talked about how emotional this movie is going to be. It's going to have a lot about Rocket and... Oh my God. I want to say so much, but I can't, but Louis, this has to be up there. We'll get to the list later, but like gardens, of the galaxy volume three, who do you think might die in this movie? It's tough because we've already seen Groot die and he just came back to life as a different Groot or is whatever. Um, Drax would make sense considering Batista is kind of done playing Drax. But do, does anybody care about Drax enough to where his his death is going to really affect you? You love him, but like he's not a main character. Um, I feel like there's still so much to do with Star-Lord and Gamora where it wouldn't make sense for one of them to die. Uh, they're the, like the leaders of the franchise. Um, same thing with Drax. You could say about Mantis, like, yeah, if Mantis dies, excuse me, it's sad, but is it, you know, heartbreaking? So that leaves you with rocket. And I just, that wouldn't make sense to me either. It could happen. It very well could. Uh, maybe Nebula. Which would suck because mm-hmm. what the hell did Nebula ever do? He's Loki, the the hero in Endgame. Check out our episode about that. Um, but you no, know, I don't know. So if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Rocket. Ooh, Rocket! <sighs> since since you say it's like very Rocket heavy. They want to mm-hmm. show his beginning before they inevitably show his end, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm i up there with you. I definitely think Drax 100% is going to die, um, especially just because Batista talked about how intense it is just to even do that makeup and he's getting older. So it makes sense. And now this is the end of Guardians of the Galaxy titled stuff, but James Gunn himself has said that this is the end of their story, but some of these characters are going to live on and move on and stuff. So it's not like they're just destroying them or getting rid of them and just kind of fading off into the sunset. Who knows now? (coughs) Excuse me. Aside from like the emotional footage they showed and everything, there was an exciting moment where, um, I, I, I'm going to butcher his name, but, uh, Chuck Woody, Iwuji, if you remember him from Peacemaker, he was, uh, their like leader in their group and everything. And then, yeah. Yeah. So he surprised the crowd dressed in full costume and everything as the high evolutionary. 
You don't know who the high evolutionary is? Not, not even almost an idea. A very bad person who dissects and does some crazy science stuff. He looks very maniac and crazy, and he looks so like purple evil Power Ranger villain. But um, that's also part of why they're talking about Rocket being pivotal in this movie because I, I guess he's apparently actually the one who like did a lot of the stuff to Rocket. So there's that tie there, which is going to be interesting. But I'm excited because he looks damn good and he looks like he's going to be crazy. And High Evolutionary is a crazy asshole. So, Mern. I think his yeah, name was Mern. Mern. Thank you. And, uh, Mern. And Peacemaker. Uh, Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, I did see a picture <laughs> of him and I said, why is Mern there? But, but I didn't know yeah. he was in full costume. I didn't pay enough attention. Hmm. Yeah, he did yell the cry. He says, I can't wait to dissect all of you and see what I learn. And he just walked off the stage. See so, what I burn. <laughs> burn. <laughs> You'll burn everything. So that was, was uh, a Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Right? Now, one thing I need to backtrack, I did forget, uh, skipped over Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. Did you see the official uh, poster they released? That was a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Kang in the Corner. King in the corner, and then we also nobody saw... puts Kang in the corner. And not. But then we also uh, saw, yeah, we also saw uh, Ant Man and the Wasp and Purple Ant Man. With continuing the trope that I just saw, where if you need them to know that you're a young girl, you just throw some Converse on. If yeah. she's wearing Converse, Miss Marvel wears Converse. Uh, uh, America Chavez wears Converse. So oh, shit. Inevitably, uh, Cassie Lang, let's say. It's the multi-converse. Gets her own Ant-Man suit. Yeah, and they actually recast her, too, which I thought was kind of interesting. Again? Um, yeah, it's a different actress. I don't understand why. What are they doing? I, 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 I honestly don't know. I, yeah. Um, yeah. But they brought her out. They did show a little bit of footage and everything. Scott Lang is pleased with himself for saving the universe, says Paul Rudd. Scott has been busy at work-ish with a little book. And then he says, I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Um, they showed some exclusive footage. Hang, of course, shows up in some of it. Now, this isn't really spoiling anything, but I think this is just to hype up this movie. They do see Kang, and he does interact with uh, Ant-Man. And they're having a little bit of an exchange, and Ant-Man says... Uh, or uh, excuse me, Kane goes, you're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? And it just ends. And that's how they ended that clip. Me, that gives me fucking goosebumps because Kang, man, he's just going around the universes. He's killing Avengers. He's taking trophies. He does whatever he damn well pleases. We're going to see some variants of him later on. Like that is bone chilling. Like, oh, you're an Avenger? I've killed you before probably, right? Like, what? What? I love it. But also confirmed. Let's hear it. You remember that theory I brought up so many months ago? Let's hear it. Oh, man. Louie, you, you get the gold star because Modoc is fucking confirmed to appear in Quantum Mania. My Mr. Marvel's prediction was right. Hey. Although it's only super right if it's actually Darren Cross being Modoc. That's what it's seeming like, honestly. That seems what it might be. So we'll find out. But. I was very, very, like, surprised. But I think this, if they're going to show MODOK in this, when the main villain, of course, is Kang, 
I imagine they're probably just trying to do show Modoc and then probably be done with Modoc because he's a very strange guy. I I don't really think he would translate too well, but I'm also very curious because I hope it just looks corny and unnerving. I disagree. I think Modoc's going to be the main villain. Interesting. Because Ant Man versus Kang, Ant Man and those other, you know, versus Kang, how are you? Kang is obviously going to win. You're going to kill Ant Man, the Wasp, and Cassie Lang? I I don't think so. I think Kang's going to do something. He's going to be there, but he's not going to be the main villain. I think Modoc's going to be the main villain, the one that they're trying to stop. Interesting. and then Kang is just going to, you know, have his appearances here and there. And then, you know, kind of Scott's going to have to like, oh, oh, Kang's coming. Like when Hulk was laying there, Thanos. Ooh. So I, I think that's I think that's how it's going. I don't think you just throw Modoc in there. Just be like, here, this guy's on a terrible Hulu show. OK. <laughs> nice, man. Um I lost my train of thought. There was something I was going to ask you about Quantum Mania, kind of like a little prediction. Um, but interesting. I just like the name. It's going to be Modoc. Makes me think I, of WrestleMania. Cool name. <laughs> Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Um, oh, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think Loki could potentially show up in this? I don't think Loki's going in any more movies. Hmm. Interesting. I'm tired of thinking Loki's going to be in a movie and then he's just not. Like, I thought he was going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Not. Thought he was going to be in Thor Love and Thunder. Not. Tired of thinking he's going to be in stuff. I think he's done being in movies. Interesting. Interesting. So let's move on over here. Um, So after they did like the whole Guardians Galaxy 3 thing, they kind of talked a little bit about other stuff. Um, so before we get into the other big stage moments, let's talk a little bit more about Phase 5 and Flushed Out here. Now, Echo is going to be coming out in summer 2023. We've already kind of discussed. Going to have Charlie Cox showing up, Vincent D'Onofrio. Are you stoked for this? Are you excited? Absolutely. Enough said. Uh, Loki I, Season 2. Well, I, was, I just wanted to say, I thought Maya, Maya Lopez was a was a awesome character had some of the best scenes from uh hawkeye you know mm-hmm. she's she's deaf of course so you're gonna have to actually pay attention to the damn show because half of right. it's gonna be in sign language or whatever uh i think she's got a good story to tell a good origin if if that's what they're going for because she can't hear yeah <laughs> uh matt can't see how are these two going to mm-hmm. communicate with each other? You know what I mean? Uh, she, she's got the, the leg where she's, she's got a, uh, an amputee leg. Um, the whole thing with uh, Kingpin being her uncle. It's just, it's such a, yeah. a gripping story to me. I think they, I think they're going to do a good job. And I think she did a really good job in Hawkeye. So I am yeah, really, really excited well. for Echo. Nice, man. I'm going to go on, say a crazy prediction. Final episode, Spider-Man shows up. Not a chance. I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put one dollar on that bet. I will I know. match that Let's one dollar. I will do, yeah. Here, here, guys. We got a grudge Sp- match. 
I will I will go one dollar <laughs> deeper and say Spider Man isn't going to be in any of the TV shows because he's Spider Man. He's reserved for movies only. Well, besides well, freshman year, an Echo. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> we'll come back to that. Now, Loki season two that's going to be coming out in summer twenty twenty three, which I, I I I'm really excited for Loki. Man, I want to see more. I keep seeing like photos of them on set and everything at a McDonald's and it cracks me up. Um, and it cracks me up. So I want to see Loki season two. Do you have anything to talk about Loki season two? I mean, I don't really know how it's going to go. I can't honestly. believe you just did that. I cannot believe that joke. You <laughs> just cracked me up and Mick cracked you up. Um, Loki season two. Loki's my favorite Disney plus show. So mm-hmm. season two, I've been just, clamoring for um yeah I, I don't even like the whole thing with ravona going into the, you know she, everyone knows that she's kang's love interest uh we saw uh he who remains uh, mm-hmm. i was gonna say jonathan majors that's the actor's name uh nathaniel richards you know doing his mm-hmm. thing uh so i think if we get even a glimpse of him again because you didn't think he was going to be in there for Loki, and then he just was, and it was, mm-hmm. it was the best, you know, ten minutes that there that there's been for the shows. I don't know, in my opinion, anyway. Um, so I'm stoked for Loki season two. It's going to set up a, a ton for what's going into Secret Wars or the Kang Dynasty, which we'll get into in a little bit. Heck yeah, man! <clears throat> so, and then uh, July twenty eighth. Man, there's going to be so much stuff coming out next year. It's insane. Um, the Marvels. We just wrapped up Miss Marvel. Go check out our episode. They'll have uh, out uh, where we actually recapped and talked about the end of that show. But basically, we know that Monica Rambeau, Kamala Khan, and Carol Danvers are going to be the leads for this movie and going on some crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, especially after that mutant reveal. I'm kind of curious to see what else they say. Um, I wonder if they try and say that monogram bow is potentially a mutant too. Kind of afraid that that mutant line is going to get thrown by the wayside by the bigger story at hand. Yeah. And this kind of goes into my thing about the mutants. I'll touch base on in phase six, but I unfortunately think it's going to be way longer than we hope it'll be. I hope I get proven wrong until we see mutants actually in the MCU. And it Um, really comes down to a legal thing. Phase seven, maybe. Yeah, honestly, that's the, mute, the like. mutant phase. Yeah. Gives me I mean, plenty of time to, to get now. jacked to play Wolverine. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs> um, well, because, you know, Disney now owns Fox Studios and everything, and that's what really brought in all those Fox properties like X-Men, Deadpool, and all that. Now, from what I saw recently, there was a report about just because of, like, the legal contradictions and stuff... Um, basically they cannot, Disney cannot recast some of the already existing characters, which, you know, are the pivotal, most important people, um, in the MCU until a certain date. And there are some loopholes like, um, Patrick Stewart was able to reprise his role as Dr. X and everything, or Professor X, excuse me, um, and Multiverse of Madness because it's not recasting. So legacy characters like that now, probably not what they want to do. So unfortunately, 
we might not be able to actually have any mutants in the MCU until the actual phase seven time, just because of these years and changes, which kind of stinks because it's mutants okay. are pretty important though. in secret invasion or excuse me, not secret invasion, uh, secret wars. That's why I'm a little, I'm a little nervous, but I think they might show some stuff release, shed some light at D 23 in September. I have some hope, but I mean, if they were to say mutant now with Kamala Khan in 2022, and we had to wait until phase seven until we actually get mutants, they that's that's I don't know that that seems weird. So that's why I feel like maybe there's hope they might come sooner. Phase six a little bit more reasonable because that's two years time versus having to wait almost like four to five. So where we left off, uh, going into November 2023, Blade. <laughs> How you feeling about Blade? I'm super excited for Blade. Yeah. Um, I made a prediction. I believe I was wrong. <laughs> where Blade was going to fight Morbius. Uh, that was when I thought Morbius was going to be an okay movie. It was yeah. not. It was not. And also that was before Spider-Man when like it seemed like the Sony universe was blending in with the MCU. Yeah. So I was like, oh, we're going to get Morbius versus Blade. It's going to be sick. No, that's not happening. Not a chance. Mm. Um, Blade. I love Mahershala Ali. Uh, he was in Luke Cage. He played Diamondback. No, Cottonmouth. He played Cottonmouth. Oh. Darnell. Cornell, Cornell, Cottonmouth Stokes. He was awesome in that movie. Uh, anything that I've seen him in, he's just, he's got that swagger to him. He's, he's just cool. He's terrifying. I think he's going to do a really good job. I think he's, you know, he's one of my favorites. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to be awesome as Blade. And I also keep seeing rumors that uh, Anthony Starr he is yeah. going to be Dracula. And if that's the truth, and if he's even a fraction of what Homelander is on the boys, sign me all the way up. Yeah, dude, that got me excited. I, I hope these rumors are true that they're approaching for him. Even if it's fan casting and fans are willing for it, give it, because that would be good. Oh, Heck man, yeah. that'd be so cool. That'd be good. I, he would definitely be a good villain. So, I don't oh, really have much to say about Blade. I need to see the originals actually know more about that character itself. Uh, Anthony Starr as Homelander is already the best villain in any superhero thing that there is, man. I wow. Besides, I mean Thanos, but like even then, I think Homelander right. is just—he's just so terrifying and yeah. yeah. But this isn't a The Boys podcast. Tune in no. to our Patreon for that, right? So <laughs> we're almost here uh, at the end of Phase Five. Now, at fall 2023, we get the streaming series Ironheart, Riri Williams, who is actually shown in the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Now, I'm a little excited for this because there was a couple of weeks ago, I saw that apparently they were doing some principal photography, which means sometimes they just like scoping out places and sets and locations for Ironheart in our hometown of Chicago, Illinois. I would be fucking stoked to shoot a Marvel show 
excuse me, actually in our neck of the woods. I'd be so stoked. I would try my hardest to find when they're filming and be a bystander on the sidewalk to watch it. I want to see it. Be an extra in the background. Right. It'd be cool. It'd be so cool. Um, So that'll be coming out in the fall of next year. Now, Ironheart is basically described as being like one of the most, you know, smartest, like genius characters in the comics and everything because she basically builds her own, uh, anything vibranium based. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. Iron Man suit. So that's definitely what we're going to see a little bit in the Wakanda Forever side of things. And we'll get to that part of the discussion. How are you feeling about Ironheart? Are you excited? Eh, not yet. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who knows me knows I'm not crazy about Iron Man. I, mm-hmm. So to bring another Iron Man in is one. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not here nor there. Your young Avengers version of Iron Man. Basically, just trying yeah. to replace Iron Man. That's what it seems like. Mm-hmm. So let's take a look at uh, the next show up here. Now, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. It originally was House of Harkness. So interesting they changed it. But yeah, that's going to be coming in streaming of winter 2023-24. So usually means December and January time. <coughs> I love WandaVision. Fucking love it. Agatha, Catherine Hahn, love it. Agatha, all along, love it. It's so been Agatha the all along. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked for the show. No idea what it's going to be. Don't really care. I'm going to watch it. I hope it just brings in more of that dark magic stuff. But the real question is, could this mean we see in this series the return of the Scarlet Witch? Do we see Wanda Maximoff come back? Again? After she comes back and I am Groot? Yeah. <laughs> um, Probably. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd say she she might make a little uh little appearance, you know. Yeah, there's no way she's done. No way, and that gives it enough time to like let the character feel gone for a while, and then aha, it was Wanda all along. You have anything to add on to that show before we kind of wrap up this phase? Oh, nothing crazy. I I'm excited for it. I like cool. I like Agatha Agnes. Darkness, whatever her name was. Nice. One thing you and I are probably most, most excited for. I promise we're going to talk about all this in a second. Spring 2024. It's official. Daredevil. Born again. 18 fucking episodes. Streaming on Disney+. Plus. I am stoked. Charlie Cox is back. D'Onofrio is back. It's going to be street level. It's going to be insane. How excited are you for this show? On a scale from one to ten, like a two, maybe. Really? Absolutely not. Come on. What? Like a ten. Of course I'm excited for this show. Nice. Nice. (laughs) No, that's awesome, man. I I I mean, the fact that it's 18 episodes shows that they're trying to tell like just expand on that story. I don't expect the shows to be, or excuse me, the show to have episodes that are like hour long each time like they are Netflix. So maybe that's why this 18 episodes might be closer to like 30 to 40 minutes each time. But either way, it's that's a lot to invest. So I think that could probably be when we start to get more of the trickling in of the other Marvel show uh, from Netflix characters. We see Luke Cage. We see uh, Jessica show up. We get um, 
probably not Iron Fist, but it'll be kind of cool to see them. Come we can back. only hope we don't get Iron Fist. We have Shang Chi. He's fine. Shang Chi is good. Could we see the return of John Bernthal as the Punisher? Um, Do we get the Punisher in the MCU? Only, only hopefully. Yeah, I would only hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, there was talks of an Iron War show for a long time, and they didn't say anything about that. But I guess the rumor uh, was Armor he Wars? was co- Armor Wars. What did I say? Iron Wars. Close enough. Yeah, I was uh, seeing about that, and I guess that there's speculation that that's a Phase Six property that he got pushed back to that, and that's one of the things they're going to reveal at D23. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would love to see John Bernthal come back as as the Punisher. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to see Mike Coulter come back as as Luke Cage, Kristen Ritter come back as Jessica Jones. I want them all. Like I, mm-hmm. I invested my time into the Netflix shows now Disney plus shows, but for daredevil, Jessica Jones, Mm -hmm. all that's, I watched all of it. And I, you know, if Colleen wants to come back as the iron fist and not, not Danny Rand, I would, I I would be on board for that. Misty Knight, Give me all like, give it, give it all back to me. Mm -hmm. The one character I know isn't coming back would be Claire, who is played by the lovely Rosario Dawson, who is uh, too busy being Ahsoka over in your neck of the woods there, Devin. There wears. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. She's She usually finds a way to like be in other things, too. I mean, she was in Clerks 3, Kevin Smith movie that's coming out soon. So I wouldn't put it past it, but it would be cool to see her just in general coming back to the MCU because she's just Rosario Dawson in general is just a fantastic actress. So the last two things we have here running out of May 3rd of uh, 2024, we have Captain America Four: new world order. Now, Louis, do you recognize the name? New world order. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, it's a wrestling faction from the nineties. That's oh, the first thing God. I always think of the NWO <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, not really. Why? It was the title of the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Ah, I would have. Yeah. I would have never guessed that in a hundred years. I just knew it was familiar, but then I saw that and I was like, oh shit, that's actually the first episode title. Now, I don't really think there's much about that. If they bring it to be more like um, spy espionage, like Winter Soldier. Woo! Turn to sender, baby. I'm excited. <laughs> Keep it going. Um, I don't really know what to look forward to, but I mean, just in general, dude, like, even when you look at the actual logo that they made for it, it has the stealth suit kind of colors because Captain America has that dark blue. The text is white with New World Order and it has two white stripes on the side of it. It kind of looks like the stealth suit with the stripes by the stars. That's what gives me the style and espionage kind of vibe. I would love it. Yeah, we can only hope that it's not the stealth suit. <laughs> the real question is, in this movie, out of all the things, do they fix his ears on his suit? No. Damn. Well, <clears throat> to close off this phase, we have a movie. I thought it'd be a show, but it's going to be a fucking movie, which is exciting. July 28th, 2024. 
Thunderbolts. Let's yes. go. Sign Closing me off the phase. How are you feeling about Thunderbolts? I feel like that's the correct way to end a phase with a big team up movie. There. Fair um, I don't think it's the team up movie that we need to close a phase, but uh, I don't think like, I think I don't remember if we said during the podcast or before, but they're ending phase four with black Panther Wakanda forever, which is not Correct. a big team up movie. You're ending on just one person there, not one person, but like one story's thing. Yeah. Where like phase one ended with the Avengers. <laughs> phase two ended with Ant-Man, but with the Avengers. Phase three ended with the Avengers. Well, Spider-Man, but the Avengers, you know? So mm-hmm. for phase four to end with Wakanda and, you know, you get Riri Williams, you get whoever the new Black Panther is, you know, speculate all as you may. Um <laughs> Those people, yeah, but like now phase five, you're getting the Thunderbolts, which are like the Dark Avengers or like the the Suicide Squad of the of the uh, MCU, if I mm-hmm. could be so yeah. bold. So I think that's I think that's a good way to end a phase, man. I think that's going to introduce a, a character or a villain that's worth all these bad guys teaming up. So we already know that's probably going to be in it based off of context and everything that we know. Very limited. Uh, Zemo. Elena. Zemo. John Walker. Walker. Yes. Abomination. Abomination. Maybe ghost. Okay. Maybe ghost. Uh, Mm -hmm. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Okay. Six. I don't know who else. I just hope the bad guy's not Cara Delevingne going like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it's Morbid time. Thunder Morbs. Yeah. Morbid bolts. Morbid bolts. Oh god. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I wonder how. To... Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, my guess is someone gonna die right away in the movie. Like they just kill off a character. Like imagine they just kill off Ghost. Not really like she's a pivotal character or anything. Kind of like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, like they're all walking together. Off. Ghost gets picked off. Taskmaster gets picked off. Yeah. All of a sudden, you got John Walker being peacemaker and shit. Sign me up. I think there's someone else that we're forgetting that could potentially show up. But I mean, that's already a pretty big team. I was gonna say Vulture, but he's he's over there fucking with Morbid time, dude. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be funny. Um, oh god, now I want to see that. But yeah, that's Thunderbolts, and that is the end of phase five. Now, I promise we are gonna talk about Black Panther as one of the very final things because that's what they ended the panel on. So after phase five, we're gonna go into phase six. So what we have left, we're gonna talk about what's the biggest stuff in phase six, and then we're gonna talk about our ranking of phase five. Louie, I want to toss it to you. What do you want to do first? Do you want to talk about our our ranking for phase five? Or do you want to talk about phase six and come back to it? Let's do let's do phase six since it's only three titles, and then we'll do the cool. ranking for phase five. What do you think? Sounds good to me, Ben. All righty. So phase six. Kicking it off. 
at the very beginning in November 8th of 2024 is going to be Fantastic Four. Now, I've been going on record saying I thought Fantastic Four is going to be what ended Phase 4. That was my biggest shock, but I'm actually feeling like this makes more sense. So this is taking place after Thunderbolts, and it's starting Phase 6. So we got to wait two more years until we get to Fantastic Four. So it's probably going to be a while until we actually get casting, unfortunately. But that's okay. Maybe. We could get something. I haven't seen rumors about who they might cast for Reed Richards, which it kind of makes sense. Have you heard about who the rumor is? The Penn Badgley? Is that the guy from the show You? Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I've only seen him in You. He's like a good-looking guy, but he's so weird in that show. He's so creepy. So, but he's supposed to be. So, I I I don't know. I I think he definitely has a look. I think he'd be a good job, man. Yeah, definitely has a look. So, if he's gonna be him. I'd, I'm just going to go on a limb and say he's probably in his like mid-30s. He looks like a fairly young guy, which means probably younger cast. Now, older, because John Krasinski is much older than this guy. Um, not much, much, but you get him many. So the casting around that would probably be fairly similar age. We have also heard that apparently Jason Siegel is in talks to be the thing, which, give me Marshmallow. Never thought about it. They would honestly be the last possible person I could ever think of as a guess of who could be the thing, but <laughs> he's going to be like CGI anyways, Ben Grimm. I don't really care, but honestly, I'm kind of down for it. Anyone seen a big ass book? <laughs> <laughs> and I heard fans, I bet your mother, so I don't think, I think we're a little biased, but Louis, <laughs> would you be up for Jason Siegel? Uh, sure. Uh, I don't know. I, I've, I, li- I love the thing. He's supposed to be tough but kind of silly but not not silly but almost like a gullible thing with uh oh i'm forgetting his first name we're just gonna call him human torch johnny so uh nice like one. johnny messes with him and he's like all angry and serious and he's just like johnny i hate you yeah. you know so i think i think jason siegel could do a good job with that although i think he's a little too goofy to be like so serious I don't know. Mm-hmm. They, I'll never for, remember the guy's name, but the guy who played him in the first uh, iteration of yeah. the Fantastic Fours, I think that was like a perfect casting. It was really good. Yeah. Honestly, the casting of the first Fantastic Four wasn't bad. Uh, um, Jessica Alba is a white lady. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jessica, like, if you're gonna make if you're gonna make Jessica Alba be. The, the Invisible Woman or whatever, just make it Jessica Alba. Don't give her blonde hair and blue eyes. That's all I'm saying. Fair enough. Touche. Um, just sticking with it, how much mother. I totally see Ted Mosby being Reed Richards. I totally see Barney Stinson being Johnny Storm. Marshall, totally makes sense as a thing. Shit. Don't bunch count of, Robin. Bunch of old like asses. Show, uh, yeah. Um, I guess Lily would have to be Sue Storm. Yeah. yeah. And Ranjit would be uh Doctor Doom. <laughs> Carl <laughs> Carl the bartender can be a Silver Surfer. Oh my god. Who would be Galactus? Uh, Clint. 
And our love is frozen, and our love is fire, and our love is sacred and true. Oh my Ted, god. Ted's stepdad. It's and the and, dragon. And you Virginia. Oh <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. Oh man, now I wanna wa- now I wanna watch that crossover. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's Fantastic Four. I don't know how we got to that part. So the biggest things that were really the biggest reveal of Phase 6 is the fact that we're finally getting Avengers titled films again. Heck yes! probably wouldn't do them. Yeah. So we got the first one, The Kang Dynasty, coming out in May 5th, 2025. And then... Not too long afterwards, this is this is crazy. People aren't talking about this enough. There's only a few months between, really. Avengers Secret Wars. I thought it was like be, I think, eight, one or two eight or nine before. months, no? Well, May to November. June, July, August, September, October, November. That's six months apart. Think about it. Infinity War and Endgame were what? Nearly a, a year, year apart? Yeah, was a year. King Dynasty and then Secret Wars? Six months apart. And that still includes uh, two titles to come out in summer of 2023. Or excuse me. Yeah, uh, 2025. That's going to be an insane year. Insane. It's going to be awesome. That might be the biggest year in Marvel ever. It's going to be wild. I think we might get some legacy characters coming back, man. I think we might see RDJ, Mikey Chris Evans. Hey, we're going to save that for another time, man. We got we got a yeah. while before you talk about Chris Evans coming back in Secret Wars. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Uh, it's going to be nuts. Um, but yeah, and, you know, there was a thing that was going on um, during, I think it was Thursday night or maybe Friday night. All these trademark leaks that people found about Marvel filing all these trademarks and people were saying, no, it's not. No, it's not. Your trademark. Some guy got an argument with me on Instagram and people called him out. I'm sorry, man. Uh, but he was saying, no, trademarks take time. They can't just do this now that all of a sudden expected to release and blah, blah, blah. These are just comics. Literally word for word. Captain America, New World Order, Avengers, King Dynasty, Avengers, Secret Wars, eat a dick. <laughs> so the King Dynasty, man, it's, it's wild. You know, all this too, I forgot to mention, this is what they are calling the multiverse saga. We were in the Infinity Saga before, so we are all part of Four through six are the multiverse saga. And it makes sense. The Kang dynasty. So I wonder if Kang is really going to be part of what causes secret wars at all because of all these incursions and everything. How do you feel about that? Do you have any thoughts I, on uh, these Avengers movies? Um, first and foremost, sign me all the way up. Uh, Hell yeah. I think it's good that they're doing Fantastic Four before the Kang dynasty because... Kang at his roots is a Fantastic Four villain. Right. Um, and I think if they do it right, they can bring in Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four movie or in his own movie, which is apparently a, a rumor. Uh, mm-hmm. And then either they can team up or something can go on with Kang and Doctor Doom to to cause the secret wars, which would be so good which would just be the best thing that could happen yeah so um 
don't get me wrong, I'm super excited for phase five, but like phase six is like they only have three titles right now, but it's like three of the, three the biggest. biggest titles they could do. Like it's Fantastic Four, which you know, has a bad reputation right now because the last movie was hot trash and the first two were not great. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's the MCU doing it and it's Marvel's first family. It's one of the most popular. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? One of the most popular entities that Marvel has. And mm-hmm. I feel like that movie's going to just rake it in. And then they're bringing the Avengers the Avengers name back twice in a year. They're going to, mm-hmm. they're just raking in money. It, it, he, I'll, here's all of my money. If I could buy tickets right now, I would. I didn't say I'm better myself, man. It's, it's going to be such a wild year, man. I just, if I had to predict that, uh, what hasn't been announced, like I said, armor wars is definitely going to be in phase six. I would say if we don't, Unfortunately, have to wait till uh, phase seven for mutants. We're going to get something mutant related in this phase. Is there anything else that might have been outstanding that they haven't Moon Knight really two. talked about? It's Honestly, Morbid Time. Now, okay, that's actually something to bring up. We know there's reports on a Wonder Man Disney Plus show in the works. There's also apparently a Nova Disney Plus show in the works. Mm. Um, we know from those trademarks, we saw a Shang-Chi 2 which was called Wreckage of Time, which, honestly, name alone, sign me the fuck up. That sounds badass. Wreckage of Time, love it. Sounds like a Ratchet and Clank video game. <laughs> kind of does, yeah. Kind of does. Which, Ratchet that's why I like it so much. Ratchet and Clank, Wreckage of Time. So I would say uh, Shang-Chi 2 is in Phase 6. Um, could Deadpool 3 be part of Phase 6? That's how you get the mutants, I guess. Oh, maybe. Um, aside from that, we also know there's season twos of shows coming out. Like, what of season three? X Men '97 season two, Spider Man sophomore year. Um, some other rumored stuff. Untitled fourth Spider Man movie. I could totally see we get a Spider Man movie in Phase Six. Could we get the symbiote before Secret Wars? Or do we get the symbiote in Secret Wars, just like in the comics, attaching on a Spidey, and we get the symbiote suit? It seems to be uh, where they're headed, man. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah, man. Kick off because, Phase 7 with... Yeah, the best the best possible uh, way to do Venom and No Way Home happened. And uh, we're not going to talk about it too much. But, yeah. Symbiotes are... A thing in the MCU for mm-hmm. now. Right. Um, some other things that are also uh, from that trademark, I'm just going off the top of my head. Not Eternals 2, but Celestials End of Time. That's apparently something. And that definitely is a movie. Gotta be. No way that's a show. So that could be Phase 6. Um, Midnight Suns also got trademarked, which that's a game coming out soon. But now if they're going to do a movie... That could be in phase six. Who knows? There's a lot of other stuff. We'll maybe we'll come back to that later on. Um, either way, phase six gonna be nuts. It kind of sucks. We gotta wait so many years to even get there. And take it with a grain of salt. These things can always change. We've seen in the past with like 
Infinity War Part 1, Part 2, Captain America, Serpent Society, shit like that. So let's, uh, before we kind of finish up, we're close to ending up here. Let's talk about our ranking and then we're going to end on everything that was revealed and talked about in uh, Wakanda Forever because they showed a really emotional trailer. That's probably one of the best, honestly. So Louis, we ranked our excitement from top to bottom for phase five. So uh, let's kick it off. How about we start at the very bottom and we're going to go maybe three at a time. Three at a time makes perfect sense. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So with my uh, phase five list, no surprise, season two of What If is at number 13 for me. And then at 12, I have Thunderbolts. And then 11 is Blade. What do you got? Okay, so I forgot to do what if, but I will put that now. What if is is definitely the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then I have Ironheart, and then I have the Marvels. Okay, wow. Surprise the Marvels is so low for you. Uh, I mean, WandaVision wasn't my favorite with, you know, uh, M- M- Monica Rambeau. Captain mm-hmm. Marvel was okay, you know. I, I, until I can see something like giving her issues, it's like you're just watching her go out there and murking everybody. Right. And you know, Miss Marvel wasn't my favorite show, so it's just not it's like this other stuff. I'm just I have more things going for them than the Marvels. I'd say for right. me, anyways. Fair enough. Um, then I have going off that at number 10, I have Ironheart, number nine, I have Echo, and then number eight, I have the Marvels. Okay. I have, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to do this. Uh, Secret Invasion, Agatha, you. Agatha, uh, Coven of Chaos, and then Thunderbolts. Okay. I can respect that. Secret Invasion, I just, I don't know what's going on just yet. So, once like some trailers come or some news rumors, whatever happens, maybe it'll go up, but yeah, for right now I just, it's just something I'm going to watch and maybe it blows me off my feet. Like I wasn't super stoked for Loki and then I, I loved every, you know, not every second of it, but mm-hmm. I loved it so much. So you never know. I think secret invasion is going to be a sleeper show. It, I don't think people are really, which is like I said, know what to expect until they dive into it. And they're going to be like, Oh shit. It's going to be good. So uh, what I have up at number seven is Captain America, New World Order. Number six, I have Agatha, Covenant of Chaos. And then number five is Loki season two. You have kept, you have Agatha higher than Captain America? I do. I really do. Honestly, I mean, it's because... WandaVision, man. WandaVision it's, is it's one okay. of my favorite MCU properties that, like, Agatha, I'm excited. I want to see what they do. Um, My last one was Thunderbolts, which probably mm-hmm. should be higher, but it's not. Um, Then I have Echo, Blade, and then I had a really hard time with the next three, but I'll put Loki Season 2 at the bottom. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So at that point, that brings us to the top four, correct? Yes. Remaining? All right. 
So I'll still uh, four to one. So at number four, I have Daredevil, Born Again. Then number three for me is Ant-Man, Quantumania. Number two, Secret Invasion. Number one, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3. Those I are, am ready to just be emotionally destroyed by Guardians 3. Bring it on. So you had you had Guardians and then Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. Two. Okay. Yep. So three out of four for us are the same top mm. spots, you know. Uh gotcha. my number my number four is Captain America. Okay. My number three is Ant Man Quantumania. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Ant-Man, Captain America, and Loki season two are all, you know, any given day. Yeah. Uh, number two, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Wow. Number one, Daredevil Born Again. Give me the Daredevil. Hey. Damn, take it off the number one spot. Nice. <laughs> yeah, man. That's one thing I forgot to talk about. We're going to get a lot of good pops for the next Hell few yeah. years. You know how hard it is to get boy. Daredevil pops, man? <laughs> like, We're going to get some good ones. You're going to get a Daredevil from She-Hulk. You're going to get a Daredevil from Echo. You're going to get a Daredevil from Daredevil. You're going to get a Daredevil from I Am Groot, season 12. <laughs> get it all. <laughs> all right, man. Sick. So the last thing to talk about before we uh, end off here is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. But before we get to that, that was our top list. That was our top 13. Tell us what you guys thought. What do you got? What are you looking forward to? What's number one? What's at the very bottom? Let us know at Earth A94 Podcast. DM us on any of the socials, emails, go to our website, check out the show notes. So the reason why I wanted to save uh, Wakanda Forever uh, at the very end of our episode of this review is just because it was an emotional end off for the actual panel itself. Um, We actually all watched the the trailer. We've seen it. So we could talk more freely about it. I think it, before we hopped on, it's already over 200 million views. It, I mean, it's just blown up. Uh, it is by far one of the best edited trailers in MCU history. It is fantastic. And personally, it's made me more excited for this film when I really wasn't that too just keen on seeing it just because it's going be to be a tough movie. Now, they showed a trailer. They talked a little bit more. They brought the cast out. They had a very uh, spectacular kind of like stage entrance with music and doing a dance and everything that really helps set the tone and everything for Wakanda forever. Now, Louis, you saw the trailer. How do you feel about it? From what I could remember, um, it looks... I keep saying it. I love when Marvel doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. And... And this movie looks like it takes itself very seriously. Yeah. Um, so I think T'Challa's mom talks a little too much in the trailer. Really? Like she's not a super main character, but like during everyone keeps dying, she has to speak up and she's the queen or whatever. So Uh that makes sense. Um, I didn't really understand who the blue people were, but I think those are just the Atlanteans. Yeah, they're the Atlanteans. But then Namor is just not blue. So you know about Namor? Very little. 
I know he's he's the first ever mutant. Okay, I know he's like uh, the Aquaman of the M or, or of Marvel. Yeah, and he came out before Aquaman too. So yeah, yeah, I knew that by a couple of years. Yeah, and he's got wings on his feet. Yeah, so that's why I guess where the mutant stuff comes from for reasons. Um, yeah, there's like the uh, the Tony Stark billboard, but it was it was a uh, yeah. or the Tony Stark mural, but it was T'Challa, mm-hmm. which was nice. One thing that I thought was cool was they uh they wear white to the funeral for I assume it's T'Challa's funeral. Yeah, if it's not, you know, I, you might see me walk out of a movie. If if they just pretend it like he's 100 has to be. If yeah. they just pretend like T'Challa's not dead and they just recast him, you might see me nah. get up and leave mid movie. Um, a lot of people already translated the like the Wakandan like text you see on the mural and everywhere else, and it's all about like your rise, like a lot of like R.I.P. kind of messaging. So it's 100 yeah. percent acknowledged he's something happened to him. I'm just but curious I, on like how they explain it. I, I thought it was really nice that they were all white to the funeral where funerals were yeah. all black in, in the world that we live in. And it's sad, but the, you know, they're celebrating him moving on, you know, he's in the, uh, Oh, what do they call that? And black Panther, the, the gas that they have a name for it, but yeah, that's what it is. So I, I don't know. I'm still iffy about it. I don't know where Riri Williams fits into it other mm. than the fact that she's African-American, but I didn't know that her, her suit was vibranium based until you'd said that earlier in the show. At least so, I don't know about the comics, but in this, it makes sense because she's in Wakanda. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, I heard, I thought I heard Anthony Mackie say that he was going to be in Wakanda forever. Interesting. So that makes me excited for for some Captain America something in it. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, the guy that plays Namor looks pretty <laughs> badass, walking out of the water and all that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but they're bringing back everybody. I love Mbaku. Anyone who knows me knows I love yeah. Mbaku. Um, Marvel's first Nakia is back. She's got long hair now. Uh, Okoye doing her thing shuri is terrible um yeah uh mm-hmm. we're gonna see it we're getting we're getting our, our regular seats i assume we're gonna sit there and watch it in dolby it's gonna be awesome thank you man but you know i'm not like super jazzed about it like when we went and saw thor i was like jazzed you know yeah so this one i'm i'm still super excited don't get me wrong but i'm not like itching to go watch it and I'm still going to walk out of there going, that movie was phenomenal. 10 stars. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that for every movie. So, yeah. How about yeah. you, Devin? What did you think of the trailer? Yeah, man. Like I said, like, I was blown away. I really was. And I watched it on my phone uh, without any sound or music, just only subtitles the first time because I was still out doing music video stuff. So I love, as a musician and just appreciation of all music, the way they edited and the music with the Bob Marley into the Kendrick Lamar at a certain point, it's, it's masterfully done. It's incredible. There could be a potential hint on it too. Um, I got to remember the lyric, but I'll get back to that in a second. Now you mentioned like you like it when Marvel doesn't take itself too seriously all the time. Um, 
I think that one thing that might be a little bit reassuring, Ryan Cooler, director and everything, he did talk about on stage, like, I promise you that like this movie, it's it's emotional. It has got but it's got humor, it's got it's got it's got a lot. It's still gonna have its flavor, its marble flavor, but of course it's gonna deal with a very heavy subject and how to move on from it. Um, with unfortunate passing of Chadwick Bozeman. Um from what I've seen in that trailer, there's a lot of little hidden imageries that made my curiosity spike. And that's why I'm actually really excited and looking forward to this fall and seeing it. Um, Namor looks good. He looks like he's going to be a total asshole. I'm looking forward to it because he's definitely going to be flooding Wakanda like they did in like a 2012 Avengers uh, comic run where he just floods all of Wakanda and that's going to cause some problems. We see in the trailer, there's like, it looks like some type of a military group that's going and just attacking like a Wakandan type of like research ship or something. And then they fight back. I think this movie really could be uh, almost like a battle of resources because, you know, we saw, um, I think it was in End of Civil War. No, End of Black Panther. Um, T'Challa is talking to like the UN saying like, actually, this is the truth about our nation and trying to open up their borders to help more people. I think it's a lot of people are now trying to be greedy and actually take a lot more vibranium resources. And part of that actually could be draining from Namor's Atlanteans and everything. So it could be a battle about like, Hey, you know what? Stop. You had to, this harms our people too. And maybe a dispute and he gets so pissed and just drowns a whole, uh, like nation, which would be insane. There's also a couple of things too where um, I really think at the end of this movie, I think we're going to get a Dr. Doom cameo. I think he's part of the people who are actually trying to take like the vibranium or do something nefarious with a group trying to like go underwater, mess with the Atlanteans, whatever. I think they're going to set him up before the Fantastic Four and we're going to see him at the end of this in the post credits. That's going to be my prediction. Um, the other thing, very interesting. We get to see at the very end, Claw's drawn uh, a new suit of Black Panther being worn. And if you look in the background, it definitely looks like they're fighting Namor. Question you, Louis. Who is in the suit? Who do you think? Oh, there's so many people. Um, quick pause. Somebody was pregnant during the, the trailer. Was that Nakia? I think it is supposed to, but look like I need to rewatch it because when I watched it again, it's you see the pregnant person and then you see a water birth and that's the birth of Namor. Oh. You see him being born. But I don't know if that Some... first shot is actually Nakia. Because you remember my, my prediction was that he had impregnated Nakia before, mm-hmm. uh, before he got dusted. Right. So, granted, the kid would only be like seven. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who's in the Black Panther suit? Um, the two obvious names that keep getting brought up are Shuri and some version of Eric Killmonger. And I mm. think both of those options are complete dong. I think those are both terrible options. 
Yeah. Uh, do I have a better option for you? No. <laughs> My best option would be T'Challa's son that he has with Nakia, but the timeline doesn't add up. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know who's in the, who's in the suit. <laughs> um. Yeah, I wish I had a better answer for you. Maybe it's if we're like I would rather it be Killmonger than Shuri, but that's just personal bias. Yeah, I uh, you know I I gotta be like direct and say that um, just following everything that happened with the set and being delayed in this movie due to Letitia Wright with her anti-vax views and everything and causing it to be more delayed and everything. Um, I, I'm not too fond of her as an actress and it kind of, I'm having a difficult time kind of bleeding that from the character separating that. I mean, um, but I a hundred percent believe that shot of, uh, black Panther, the suit is Shuri. A, because it looks like a type of, uh, feminine, type of physique it doesn't look like it's you know killmonger for example even though there's that gold i don't think it's her i mean i don't think it's him if you look at the wrist and the forearm it looks just like her little hand cannons she had those little blasters same type of design so i think that's your biggest hint um also if you watch the trailer (laughs) yeah also when you watch the trailer um blink and you miss it when we see riri williams um, at the minute 12 mark, uh, excuse me, Shuri is going up and doing like a hand grab thing to Riri, just like Chet, uh, just like T'Challa did to Shuri in Black Panther. Same like over the sh- like shoulder shot grabbing and she looks just like him. So I 100% believe she's going to be Black Panther, but not permanently. I think she either dies in this movie or for some reason it gets handed off and black Panther will be in Baku. I think he's going to be the one at the end of the movie being the black Panther. That's bold. That's my take, man. <laughs> and going back to the pregnant thing, I was looking through, I'm pretty sure the only pregnant person is actually Namor's uh, birth mother. Um, but that, that's not to say that potentially, you know, Nikia actually is pregnant with potentially a son or a daughter. Who knows? I, would, I think it'd hope. be kind of, I think it'd be good <laughs> if they did that. Um, Cause that could be something towards the end of the movie is maybe you see the birth of the baby and that's, you know, the future King one day. Um, I think it'd be kind of beautiful. There was what I wanted to talk about. Um, another thing. So the queen, she does talk about how like I've lost my family like my entire family, meaning like her husband's gone, her son is gone. But what about Shuri? Because we see her. Does that mean Shuri's dead if she's saying that? That's why I think it's possible that Shuri actually dies in this. Um, or that scene takes place during the blip. And this could be before people get back uh, from being dusted. And Shuri got dusted, as far as I know. So. That could be part of it. Yeah. So that could be why she says that. And maybe that's a battle and argument with the UN or whoever. And maybe that all takes place before people come back. I don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised if they actually uh, have a little bit of a 
free second slash third snap in this movie. Just to kind of set the tone of where Wakanda is and all that. Um, question for you before we head off. Uh, does <laughs> Namor stay a baddie? Uh, I don't think so. I think whatever happens, he's going to be teetering that line, maybe at least for a while, is, uh, what is it? Um, Kind of like, like an, an anti-hero. Yeah. But, I don't know. You think Namor I, I, dies I in this? totally bad. No, no way he dies. No way. <laughs> That's the thing, too, is like, I mean, they're really painting him as being the villain, but is could he? It's like what you've talked about. Is he truly like a villain, or is he just an antagonist? Is it just a bad fight, or is it like does someone have to die? I think bringing him Namor finally into the MCU, one of the oldest running Marvel characters in general, and then killing him off in one movie. I think that'd be, and I put money on that not being likely. That'd be, yeah, that'd be really bold um <laughs> i don't know that's why i kind of feel like there might be an actual villain in this okay so we'll see we'll see we'll see okay man we did it we did it almost two hours later we talked about this whole jam-packed san diego 2022 comic-con uh panel all the announcements and everything it was wild so definitely let us know, email us, message us, post on our Discord channel. Let us know what you were most excited for, maybe least excited for, and uh, how you're feeling about all these announcements because there's so much to get through. So, uh, Louis, we had some trivia. You want to talk about and give some shout-outs real quick? Sure. Let me pull it up. While Louis uh, pulling that up, you know, to keep it in theme with uh, Wakanda Forever, I decided to do trivia for July 26th to actually be focused on Black Panther. So, question itself asks, in Black Panther, what is the name of the Wakandan beads that can make calls and even heal people? The uh, options to choose for were called vibranium beads, Kamoyo beads, Kinetic beads or Damasi uh, uh, Misa Sarki beads. Correct answer was Kamoyo beads. Yes, I did find it. Um, I was one of the idiots that said kinetic beads. Not that you're an idiot if you said kinetic beads, but no, I did. I should know Almost better. Got half the people on that one. We did have a lot of correct answers with. Kamoyo hmm. beads. So let's do some shout outs here. What do you say? Right away, we got at the very top, Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Uh, T Simps underscore 15. Photography is life 1998. Uh, Jabs. Team Unicorn Podcast. Kellum 112. Jonah Jorgensen. Uh, NYC A9. Puffy Tortilla. GC Malashevsky. Ah, Ocampo Custom. 
and Ashley's spooky castle. There we go, guys. Thanks so much. All righty. So that's been it, Louie. We did it. One thing I want to make sure we tell you on we uh, on our way out here on the podcast before we go and take a nap and wake up in November and we get to watch Wakanda forever, forever. We had a new shirt drop over the weekend. We updated and added a new design to our shop to the God of Hammers design where we added, thanks to the incredible art and illustration work of Emily, we now have Thor's back tattoos on the back of the shirt called Inked-God of Hammers. So it's available in three different colors, white, blue, and I believe like a kind of darker forest green. Looks really cool. I'm definitely going to pick one up soon. So go check that shirt out. The link will be in the show notes. You can access it on our website, earth894podcast.com slash store. Go pick up yourself something nice and let us know. If you uh, ever have ideas of what you want to see merch on, let us know. We'll drop it. Louis, anything to say before we uh, adjourn for this fine evening? As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Discord, Slack. Get us on uh, on all your favorite uh, social media outlets. Um, go to our website. Yes. Uh, he, um, what was I saying? You messed me up. Oh, our, our website, www.earth894podcast.com. Check us out there. Go to the store. Like Devin said, we have cool shirts. I'm going to buy one eventually. <laughs> um, yeah. Other than that, just leave us a review. Five stars is what we love. If not, please let us know why. Let us know what we can do to make it better. And uh, yeah, well that's all I got for you today. All right, everyone. Look forward to next episode. We'll see you soon. And uh, we'll figure out what we're talking about next. So check it out. Bye. MC Wooniverse.